Subscribe to Video Palace on Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. All episodes of Season 1 of Video Palace are now available exclusively to Shudder members. Download the app or visit Shudder.com and keep listening. This all began when my girlfriend Tamara said I was talking in my sleep. It was a recent thing and I was keeping her awake every night. Wasn't sure if I believed her, so I downloaded an app that tracks your snoring. It records whenever you make any noise during the night and it backs it up to the cloud in your computer if you want. I thought I'd show her she was just dreaming, but the app picked up something. As far as I know, I'd never talked in my sleep before. I looked up somniloquy, it's the fancy name for sleep talking, and there's not a lot of information. I don't really know what causes it. Emotional stress is one possibility. I'm a freelance video editor and Tamara's a librarian. We share a small apartment in New York and live paycheck to paycheck. It's not exactly a stress-free life, but I'm no more stressed now than I was a year ago, so I doubt that's it. And it could be caused by medications or drug abuse, but without getting too much into my private life, I can say that that is probably not the cause. And it could also be a verbalized reaction to dreams. I almost never remember mine. Maybe that's why this one interests me so much. If this was the cause, then what was I dreaming about? What? Yes. What are you saying? I have no idea. <laughs> what? what? What is that? It sounds like a foreign language. Yeah. Have you been watching any obscure Italian horror movies lately? Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like every night this week. <laughs> Why do I even ask you? I wasn't kidding. I watch a lot of strange movies. The more I thought about it, the more particular one came to mind. I'd gotten an unmarked white videotape the week before, and I watched a few minutes. And it was like some kind of experimental video from the 70s, like, like Guy Sherwin on crack or something. All static and noise and barely discernible moving shapes. Sometimes you'd make out a dark form, but then the static would overtake the frame. And I haven't thought about it since, but... Listen to this. too. 
right? Okay. Test, test. Okay. Are you recording? Yes, yeah. Why? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, here. I'm gonna show you this. What? <laughs> what is this, Mark? Okay, so I got this a week ago, like right before I started sleep talking. Uh-huh. Uh, this is weird. Okay, shh, shh, right, 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 right here, right here. And, and, and this is me sleep talking. Do you hear that? <laughs> this makes no sense. <laughs> this tape once and now I'm talking in my sleep because of it. What is this, Mark? What is this? I don't know. But I'm gonna find out. I'm Mark Cambria, and this is the story of a strange videotape and a real mystery waiting to be solved. Welcome to Video Palace. sessions. My girlfriend Tamara loves deep dive investigative podcasts, so when I told her I was making one about the white tape, she insisted that I have real music. All the good ones do, she said. So thank you, by the way, to our friend Kat. She did the intro music you just heard, and if you hear any transition music, that's her too. Like this. My obsession's movies. VHS, really. I worked in a video store when I was in high school, and there was something amazing about finding a movie on the shelf and getting seduced by the outrageous box art and then making that physical commitment to watch an actual tape. DVDs came along, and sure, they looked and they sounded fine, but they were missing something, something, I don't know, something tactile. Plus, VHS only lasted about 20 years, so there were all these underground trash classics that'll never be released digitally, and they'd be lost forever if it wasn't for people like me searching them out and collecting them. And I'm always buying huge lots of VHS cassettes cheap off eBay, hoping for some kind of, some hidden treasure. I actually own a copy of Death Row Diner. And one time I bid on a single copy of Tales from the Quad Ed Zone, but when it got to 250 bucks, I just, I bailed. I got the white tape in one of these boxes, not knowing that there was something special in between copies of Chud and Jimmy the Boy Wonder. I watched it for a few minutes, and soon after, I began talking in my sleep. Is that a coincidence? Or is the white tape something more? I don't even know where to start, so I reached out to some experts I met online. My name is Steve Bart. I am a creator of DreadCentral.com, and I'm also the co-host of Brainwaves Horror and Paranormal Talk Radio. My name's Adam Green. I'm a filmmaker, mainly horror and comedy type stuff. I did uh, a movie called Frozen, the Hatchet franchise, and uh, I also have a TV series called Holliston. Oh, and I do a podcast. Yeah. Uh, called The Movie Curse. Yeah. Yeah. Every Monday. I'm Sam Zimmerman. Uh, 
largely means programmer. I'm a big, big horror fan and, and some would say aficionado. My name is Brian Collins. I, uh, I'm a horror uh, kind of blogger, reviewer, write for a site called Birth Movies Death and another one called Horror Movie A Day. My name is Jacob Anders and uh, I am an avid uh, movie collector, particularly on VHS or Laserdisc. Pretty much anything having to do with movies, I like to collect it. And the more obscure and the uh, more rare or unusual, the better. My name is Eric and I own Spudix Movie Empire. I'm a diehard VHS collector. I owned um, a store for two years and then I've been selling online for, I don't know, 18 years. I've sold 40,000 or 50,000. I just wow. love tapes. Um, so, when I mentioned the white tapes to you, you knew exactly what I was talking of about. Of course I did. Right away, which was not surprising to me. Can you just uh, <laughs> repeat what you told me earlier about... For me, actually, it started in middle school. Uh, remember the first time we heard about Faces of Death? Oh, yeah. There'd be that one person who claimed like they had it. For me, uh, I had a friend named Shannon, and I don't know where she got it, but I remember after school one day, uh, when I first heard about the white tapes, we were watching Faces of Death, and I, I want to say it wasn't... People weren't calling it the white tapes back then. That was like the ghost tapes or something. That was at huh. least where I grew up. That's what they were saying. I heard about these things. They were supposed to be, what the hell were those things called? Like magic eye. Remember those magic eye things you were supposed to like look yeah. at? And if you stare at like cross-eyed, you'd see like an image come out or something. Yeah, yeah. You know? It never worked for me. It was almost like the same thing, it was like some sort of weird kind of acid trip take on, on that particular thing. It's like if, if you watch these tapes, it, it's supposed to scramble your brain. I mean, I don't know. I just know that the white tapes are super rare. They don't have UPC codes, so you can't find them in the store. I, I've never seen one on eBay, nothing on Amazon. Um, I've never actually seen one, so I don't even know if they exist. If I find one, I'm going to pay like 2500 bucks at least. Huh. I heard the tape looks back at you, and I don't know what that means. Like, I always interpreted it like whatever the shot is or whatever, it's gonna be like eyes, like looking back at you, like a close-up of eyes. That it specifically says your name. Do you remember David Friedman? Sure. He shot a lot of pictures in the 60s. He's dead now. He died, um, I don't know, seven years ago, eight years ago. The rumor was when they were digging through his closet and they are getting his estate uh, ready to sell all this stuff, Somebody said that he had a white tape. There, there was a video store in uh, Manhattan. It was called Kim's Video. And this place had like everything. And I hounded the dude behind the counter there for ages if he ever saw hide nor hair or whatever to just let me know. And I, I would totally be all over that. I, I was ready to pay anything that I could afford within reason, but uh, <laughs> pretty much anything. And we never found it. I mean, it was always like this case of like everybody knew somebody who knew somebody who had seen a copy or knew somebody that had seen a copy, but fucking no one ever once was able to like track it down. So this thing to me is like very much like a unicorn. I know it's out there somewhere and I know it, it's lurking, but dude, I've come up empty to a frustrating degree. I noticed actually on your show, The Core, you have white tapes on there. Is that a deliberate thing? 100%, yes. We, we really, when we were designing that whole space, this, you know, sort of extra dimensional
original video store where I exist and, and program Shutter. What better thing to do than not, not do something extra-dimensional and weird and frightening and, and, and mythic? Yeah, love that. I have on my site, I have this recommendation thread, you know, because I, I used to watch a movie every day, so I was always kind of running out and I'd be looking for stuff. Every now and then somebody would be like, you should watch the white tapes, or do you know where to get the white tapes, or help me get the white tapes, and I'd be like, all right, is this like a weird stunt, or is this some sort of just mistranslated, you know, thing from somebody in like Japan, or you know, it seemed to be more like wanting me to help them get it. And it almost sounds like, you know, the video game, uh, Polybius, Polybius, that people swear they played, you know? It's, yeah, this, that didn't exist. That's what it sounds like to me when these people ask me about the white tapes. I don't think they are fake. You know, just like urban legends, it starts somewhere. You know, it doesn't, someone doesn't just make up the story. Like, right. it all came from somewhere. Like you, I'm just, I'm into this stuff. So if someone's gonna find one, I want it to be me. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you would keep me abreast of the journey. Because, you know, I really want to follow this. And, you know, I might be so bold as to suggest that Shutter might as well. So you, oh. you're going to have to let me know how this is going. I said, yeah, that'd be great. And Sam made some calls and, well, here we are. You are sort of known amongst other collectors as being someone who, who's particularly interested in the white tapes. Ah. Okay. Is that is that right? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I don't know if interested in, but but I I have had experiences. So have you seen one? Yeah, yeah, I, I saw one. It was, you know, a while a while back. But uh, yeah, I've I've seen one, and uh, uh, it was uh, part of an estate sale. I just went there. I don't often often go to estate sales and you know buy lots of uh, VHS tapes. You know, any kind of movie memorabilia I can find, but um, yeah, this particular one it was just a you know a lot of tapes, and I, when I got home and started going through it, uh, I found in the bottom a uh, a white tape. And were you able to verify that it was really what it was a real white tape? Uh, yeah, well, I believe it was. Um, Did you watch it? No. No, Why I, not? I well. I thought about it, but I ended up selling it on eBay before I got a chance to sit down and watch it. So I, uh, <clears throat> I sold it and uh, and uh, never actually watched it. But uh, why didn't you watch it? Well, I mean, I I'd heard the rumors about it that if you watched it, it would do something to your 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 mind that it would get in there and change you in some way. And I didn't really know what that meant or or how it would affect you. But I didn't want to find out. Um, I mean, this is a hobby for me. I told Manders that I saw it as a hobby too, but then he got me talking about how many hours I'd already spent looking into the white tapes and unless I'd interviewed. And I think he could hear it in my voice. This wasn't just a passing interest, but I insisted that it was. Really? Because, uh, you know, it sounds like you're, you're, you're kind of into this, you know? <laughs> I'm just wondering, how far are you willing to go? It was a fair question. So far I had some good interviews, but I needed to know more. Was the white tape in my possession one of the white tapes? Was it a hoax? Were they ever real? Some people believed they were, but no one knew where they were from or who could have made them. 
And if they did cause some sort of physical effects on the viewer, why? What was their purpose? I wasn't sure what to do next. So I turned to the one piece of concrete evidence that I had. The white tape itself. Okay. <clears throat> okay, I'm using a handheld digital audio recorder that I got for work, and I'm now going to take a closer look at the white tape. What? What? What are you, what are you laughing at? You! Why? <laughs> You're so serious about this. You're like, okay, here I am. I'm going to solve the greatest mystery in the world. Gee, I'm trying to work. God, I don't go to your library while you're working and knock all the books over and make a huge I'm noise. Just, I mean, I'm just kidding. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to snap. Just Whatever. I'm trying to okay. do... Trying I have to, to remember to cut Tamara some slack. She's always been so patient about the amount of space my VHS collection takes up in this tiny place, and because of me, she's not really sleeping a lot lately. But the truth is, I'm really getting into this possibility that there's a real mystery here and maybe I'm the only one who can figure it out. It's, it's intoxicating. Okay, um, so there are no identifying markings of any kind, no labels, no serial numbers. Uh, what about the box? It's called a clamshell. Really? Really. If you've never seen one, clamshells are these puffy white boxes usually reserved for kids' movies. There's a layer of colored plastic, in this case white, over the actual box itself. And this one was beaten up. It's a little ragged. I took a closer look. And I found an incision alongside one of the edges. I took out some scissors and slowly cut along the edge until I was able to peel away the outer plastic. And tucked inside there, I found something. The laminated membership card kind video stores would give out. You'd have to show it whenever you rented a movie. And this was for some place called Video Palace. There was a partial address. Conway, Vermont. Mark, are you going to record all of our conversations? The ones about the white tape, yeah. I just... Ugh, you know I don't like the sound of my voice. Don't worry about it. You don't have to listen to it. <laughs> I won't listen to it. Um, okay, uh, let's see. There's no Video Palace in Conway, Vermont. What's the name on the card? Um, Thurman Mueller. As a librarian, Tamara knows a thing or two about research. So with just this one clue, she goes to town trying to find Thurman Mueller. She doesn't find any listings in Conway, but she finds 25 listings for T. Mueller in nearby cities. Kings Corner, Vermont. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Genesee, Maine. I'm Teresa Mueller. Fernsville, Mass. Uh, no. Wrong number, bro. Benton, New Hampshire. Are you listening? Yeah, I am now. Hello? Hey, um, can I speak to Thurman Mueller? He's not here. Do you know when he'll be back? Is some sort of joke? Um, no. He's been gone over 20 years. Who is this? Uh, uh, my name is M uh, Mark Cambry. I was just hoping to ask Mr. Mueller some questions. What kind of question? Did he used to go to a place called the Video Palace? Um, uh, what, 
What is this about? I'm investigating these, uh, well, they're called the white tapes. Don't ever call me again. That was weird. You did just dig up the memory of her long-lost husband, though. Yeah, so but, I mean... I think, you know what? Don't bother the nice lady anymore, okay? Okay. I could sense what Tamara was getting at, that this was probably a dead end. But I'm not so sure. If Thurman Mueller's really gone, then this woman may be my only chance to find out more about the white tapes. The more I thought about it, the more I knew what I had to do next. Here goes. Uh, this is Mark Cambria. We spoke on the phone. Video Palace is a Shudder original podcast. Please, be kind, rewind. Episodes of Season 1 of Video Palace are now available exclusively to Shudder members. Download the app or visit Shudder.com and keep listening. Love Video Palace? Share it with a friend on Apple Podcasts.